Millennials are grossly underestimated. Their jobs aren't their whole world. They have options, they have the internet. Job satisfaction and strength of relationships, there ain't no app for that. Education is not a mechanical system, it's a human system. Any kind of work that's on some level predictable, then that's gonna be susceptible to artificial intelligence and, and machine learning. And that job, where you go to a building and you stay there 40 hours, and then you do that again for 40 years and then you retire, that's gone. Technology magnifies our leverage and increases our creativity. Stay hungry, stay foolish. Please wait as your individualized operating system is initiated. This is the Powerful Nonsense Podcast, guiding you through the madness of modern life. This podcast is sponsored by the University of Northampton, the first UK university to be awarded the Ashoka U Changemaker Campus status, in recognition of their commitment to social entrepreneurship. Now, here are your hosts, Wayne Ingram and Jem Yildiz. What's up, Powerful Nonsenses? Hello. <laughs> We're back again. We are back it's like, again. It's like, it's almost like it's a weekly occurrence. <laughs> <laughs> to you it is, to us it's not. <laughs> um, I'm going to dive right in because we've got, we've just watched a video and it's blown my mind. We'll get to that in a bit. But we're going to talk about Big Brother this week. And I'm not talking... Channel 4, Davina. It, well, no, well, it's not Channel 4 oh, yeah, anymore, Channel is it? It's Channel 5 it? now. Bloody I don't even know who hosts it anymore. Oh, Davina. I, I've always had a bit of a crush on Davina McCall. She is pretty fit. And My, she still is pretty fit at her yeah. ripe age. Well, steady on now. How old is she? I don't know. But let's not, you know. Oh. But she is still very good looking. My ex-girlfriend used to wind me up all the time because I was like, yeah, I fancy Davina. I fancy Davina. What's wrong with Davina? She's nice. Very nice. Love Davina. Anyway, but we're not talking about Davina. that rather disappointing reality TV show that started out as a social experiment and then, you know, Escalated. created the dirge Z, Z, of... Z-class celebrities. <laughs> Z-Z. <laughs> yeah, Z. Sorry. Z, we're for not the, American. Doing it for the American audience okay. out there. Z or Z, depending on your... Preference. Preference. Um, yeah, so we're actually talking about they're worrying on a lot of people's minds, I think, at the moment, which is, are these big tech companies watching everything that we do? Mm. And the answer is, some of them are. (laughs) (laughs) And some against your will. And some of them against your will. And against your know-how. Yeah. Against your consent, to Mm. some degree. It's funny, actually, because I guess that whole um, WikiLeaks thing happened, didn't it, recently, where they kind of revealed that... What's this? I know, I just threw in this out, a bit of left field. But um, didn't you see that list of companies that are have to give their, I think it was like 20 or 30 lists of different companies that have to give your data over to the police if if they are, if it's requested. Really? And even if... This it, isn't the same thing as the Snoopers charter, is it? Well, it that, they're allowed to though. Or basically the FBI or the, I don't know, whoever it is can... Is this American? If Is this American or is this British? Do you know? I don't know. Probably American, but oh, I'm. Uh, I, we need to research it more. We'll link to it to to, to have because I didn't know about this. But it's just the idea. It sounds very similar to the Snoopers Charter, though. Probably, but in the same way that it's kind of along those lines. Or basically, if you're using technology or you're using certain platforms, uh-huh. ultimately, if they want to get in there and they want to find out a bit more about you, they yeah. can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But 
the pot this episode is more about some ways that probably are don't look as ooh sinister but actually are already tracking a lot of things yeah things you're already doing well one of them's quite sinister Shall we jump into the sinister one first? Yeah, go on. Should we scare the bejesus out of everyone? <laughs> okay. I mean, you're probably fine, actually, if you haven't owned any TVs, smart TVs from Vizio. <laughs> you're all right. <laughs> you're all right. Yeah. Well, actually, when I say that, LG, we'll get, we'll get to them in a bit. Um, so this, this is being reported by Forbes, okay? It starts off shocking. So anything that comes out of my mouth is not necessarily my opinion about these particular companies. This is just what Forbes is telling me. Okay? Just putting that out there. But according to Forbes, um, <laughs> as a smart TV manufacturer in the US, so you're okay, Brits. Safe. Well, that's not to say they don't sell. I've never heard of them before Mm-mm. until now. So I think we're okay, Brits. But in the US, TV manufacturer Vizio... Um, <laughs> I mean, it's just cost them a lot of money. They've just been uh, handed a $2.2 million bill. Um, but basically, leaving a small pixel, tiny, that's a singular pixel. A pixel is like a dot of light uh-huh. on your TV screen. Oh, hello. Oh, there we go. That's a nice little bit of the therapeutic oh, look, keep music. Keep that on. <laughs> Is this to, like, go along with your sinister talk? Oh, God. Oh, God. Everything's going on at once. Forbes, what are you doing? Okay. Okay. Spammed by some... Oh, shut up, Forbes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. God, that was annoying. Um, (laughs) Sorry about the... Sorry about that. Um, Yeah, so it puts, like, a little pixel of... So a pixel is, like, a dot of light on your screen to basically track... uh, the what's being watched is that right so basically the actual pixels that they're basically being recorded ultimately it's a bit like um shazam like if uh-huh. you play the music it can pick up the all the tones and it will know what the music is in the yeah. same way these pixels could pick up what program you're watching right and so that was the way that it'll be a bit cheeky because then it was like oh people obviously all these advertisers moaning about TV companies not knowing who's watching your ads, but actually they're saying, well, we know between this hour and this hour, in this household, they watch this program. And so we've got data to show that if you want to put the ad about selling this shampoo, mm-hmm. well, the maybe the lady of the home is watching Desperate Housewives or right. whatever. So. But it was, it was, according to Forbes, it was a little bit beyond necessarily just knowing what was being watched. So it wasn't like TV ratings. Ooh. Because what, it, what they did was they analysed the data and actually... Because it was a smart TV connected to the internet, it was also sending IP address information, which means that they knew where that particular TV was mm-hmm. precisely because that's what an IP address allows you to do is geographically locate the address, an internet yeah. connection um, and allowed them to really deep dive into demographic data. Well, as soon as you've got somebody's address, you can already pull up like who's on the electoral uh-huh. register, who's Absolutely. so much more social, socioeconomic background, and all that sort of stuff. All of this being done without the consumer knowing anything about it, mm-hmm. kind of trying to do the, I think trying to do the, the, the Google thing, which is if you use our service, we collect your data, mm-hmm. which I think is was probably there just for, well, if Google can do it, we can do it. Um, but I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs of the legalities of it, but that was essentially what was going on. Mm. 
apparently Vizio have paid. Uh, this week we heard that Vizio paid their $2.2 million and have agreed, which very nice of them, to stop <laughs> collecting the data. Very kind of them. Yeah. Very kind of them. But this is not the only company. This is not the first time. Uh, this is not the first time it's been happening. Something slightly different was happening uh, a few years ago. Say a few years ago. It's like four years ago now. It feels Crazy, like it was like a year ago. And I see that date on paper yeah. on the screen. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's like last year. Anyway, uh, 2013, uh, LG um, admitted uh, that uh, voice data. Well, I think that's worse. I think so. But that is, that is an invasion of privacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was basically collecting voice data um, from the people in from the, the people in the living room watching. Yeah, that is crazy. Uh huh. Um, and apparently, um, Samsung TVs are also look behind you, Jim. Oh, is that or is that not a Samsung TV? Is that a Samsung listening to us? That's definitely Samsung TV. And we've got another listener. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and that TV has definitely been there pre 2015, which is apparently when this was a. I'm going to. Wayne, he knows everything you do. Could you imagine if your TV's actually been listening to you? Yeah, maybe. It's, that's actually quite scary. Is that freaking you out now? Are you actually worried? This, it looks like it could be a 2013 TV as well. Well, no, no, the, the, the Samsung scandal was uh, 2015 that that mm. was kind of revealed. Um, so this has been going on, these smart TVs. And, and... It's kind of scary. And now everybody's getting those Alexas in their house as well, with these, like, which right. actually already, they do record all the time, but it's, like, yep. encrypted unless you say, hey, Alexa, or hello, Alexa, or... Yeah. So they are actually... So I think a lot of the time, I think... And that's weird because I'm sure that's totally legit. That's the whole point of it, that it's listening to when you're well, giving it a... Well... What about Siri? Does Siri record Well, now, here's the interesting thing. Here's the interesting thing. And I didn't want to bring this up. Because it's going to be... Because I'm biased. I will, full disclosure, I am an Apple fanboy and I don't like Mr. G. That's not the Australian teacher from Summer Heights High. I love him. <laughs> Mr. G? <laughs> Mr. G? Well, Mr. G's room. No, uh, the big Google, right? I don't like them, right? And the reason why is... Oh, here we go. Now, I'm, sh- now I'm not going to deny Apple are still tracking data, okay? But with Apple stuff, you actively... Apple devices will actively go, do you want us to send, do you want to send us the data? And you go, yes or no. When do you do that? All the time. Like, new apps will always be like, oh, we need access to this, we need access uh, to that. Oh, yeah. By giving them access, you're saying yes. Mm. Right? Google, not so much. They do to the back door. Entrance. With Google, it's like, you're using our service, so we're harvesting your data. Facebook is the same. When everybody, when they put in the reactions thing, and everybody was like, finally, we've got a dislike button. I'm like, yeah, and Facebook have got a shit ton of data on you. Mm-hmm. Now, because now you're not just telling them whether you like something, you're telling them how you feel about everything. Uh-huh. They have just like 10x the amount of data they can they can collect on you, right? Um, so the difference I wanted to point out about Apple, so Siri, right? With Apple, most of the data is collected and stored on your phone and does not get sent to Apple unless you say, send it to Apple, which is why the whole FBI thing happened where they had that um, murderer, 
Yeah, sort of serial killer guy. And they had his, the FBI had his phone, and, and he was an, app, an iPhone. And uh, they went to Apple and went, unlock that. And they went, no. Mm. I mean, that's a very different issue. Well, is it a different issue? Maybe we can talk about it, whether or not Apple should should unlock it or not. Yeah, but I think ultimately these companies, if they've got, if they need, like, if it was a terrorist, they're definitely going to unlock a phone if there's a possibility. Well, well. But this, is, this was Apple's argument, right? Because the moment, the moment that Apple agreed to do it, they have set in legal terms what is called precedent, mm. which means that the law then has leverage to go after every other company that does it because Apple said, yes, we have br- it's those terms and conditions, you know, in our terms and conditions, we don't put, if you commit murder, we have the right to your data, right? So that's not covered in the terms and conditions. So therefore, um, by saying, yes, we're going to unlock that phone just because they committed murder, that then means that if murder is not covered in anyone's terms and conditions anymore, then the justice system has rights to tap into people's phones without their consent because they've committed a, a crime mm. to the, of that magnitude, for example. A bit complicated, and I've kind of watered it down, but that's part of the thing. So I think Siri it does collect the data, obviously, because it's always listening. If I say, hey, Siri, it will do it. It won't now because it's on low power mode, but there we go. Um, so if I was to say that, it will then... So it's always listening but it will be collecting the data on a local device and it won't be transmitting it. I can bet my bottom dollar that the Alexa or the Amazon Echo or whatever, because Amazon's prime uh, target is to get you to buy stuff from Amazon, Mm -hmm. they're going to be collecting that data and analysing that data to extreme levels. Could you imagine if they can hear you doing the hoovering and then the next minute you jump onto Amazon, it's like, new hoover. Right, yeah. <laughs> right? It's scary, though. It's scary. Mm. Like... But I think there's, as these, these smart devices get into the home, and there is that, the benefit is, like, obviously you're going to get all these smart electric devices, mm-hmm. track how much heat you're having on, mm-hmm. you've got your security that's digitized, you've got your lights that switch on at certain times. It's kind of... I don't know, it's a bit of both, isn't it? It's kind of like... It's the way forward, but at the same time, it, then everybody gets really... like. Imagine you can just track everything. Then there's algorithms on life, basically. Right. Which we'll get into in a minute. Because we've got stuff on that. I think that's a good good segue. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, let's, let's thank the sponsor. And then jump, and in. then jump into that. Because cool. that, that takes us to the next thing we were going to talk about. So, cool. uh, the podcast... Powerful Nonsense is uh, very kindly sponsored by the University of Northampton. Gem and I, we're alumni. We we went there, we studied there. We met because of Northampton Uni. Job joys. <sighs> and here we are. <laughs> five, how many years? Six years? Five, I wish it eight, was five years later. Seven. It'll be six years since we graduated. Oh, shite. So we have known each other for... Eight years. Nine years. Holy moly. Nine years. Almost nine, almost nine years. Jesus, almost a decade. Mental. Of having to put up with you. Um, <laughs> I thought I'd get in there first. Um, so yes, so we're alumni. So we are talking from experience here, and um, one of the reasons that we thought that they were a perfect fit to sponsor us 
and they thought that <laughs> we were a perfect fit for, fit for them to sponsor. Um, <laughs> was because they're not just about getting qualifications, giving you a degree, handing that over and going, good nice luck with photo. your life. Yeah, giving you a nice photo at the end, a nice handshake uh, at the end with a certificate and everybody cheers and claps and it's all lovely. It's not just about that. You get all that as well because, you know, it's a university, right? You get all that. You get all that niceness. But you also get um, their changemaker status. So they're a changemaker campus. Uh, which means that they're actively looking to make a difference. Make you a better person. Get your students, get their students to make a difference, make their students better people. Um, and so they're very supportive of any projects or ideas that you might have. Um to make an impact, a social impact, make the world a better place, as it were. Um, so they're actively supporting all of that sort of stuff. They're actively supporting their alumni. Uh, we were there only today, having a chat, talking to them about what we're up to and all that sort of stuff. Uh, so they're very, very supportive. It's like a really strong support network, which, you know, I don't think you're going to get at every university. Just saying. Particularly if you've got a big idea. So if you want to check them out, if that sounds like your sort of thing, which it should do, uh, if you want to check them out, northampton.ac.uk. And a massive thank you to them for their continued support of the show. Mm-hmm. So. So. Algorithms. You were talking about algorithms and tracking, tracking data and stuff. And th- I mentioned at the top of the show, we just watched a video that had blown my mind. Right. We all know. We all know. Like, I'm very much in favor of technology. I'm a technophile. I'm a geek. Any new gadget comes out, I want to have a play, unless it's Snapchat spectacles. Um, <laughs> any new gadget comes out, I want to have a play. And I'm like, do you know what? I've come to accept that Big Brother's watching and it's just a fact of life now. Like, mm-hmm. like uh, unless you're like, what is it, Amish? Where they, Amish, yeah. yeah where they don't, unless you're Amish. 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 Uh, good luck with, like, not having a data footprint. That's all I'm going to say. Mm. Just good luck. You can avoid it as much as you want, but if you're getting on the tube, if you're using your card, if you're using an ATM, somebody somewhere has got data on I'm actually quite impressed, actually, talking to banks and data. I tried to buy something the other day, and my card declined twice in a row, and I'm like, I've definitely put the... It's online. I've definitely put the information in, right? Mm. Okay? And it wasn't even that much, Right? I'm like, why is this guy? There's definitely money in the bank. Like, I'm I'm good. And uh, then I got a text message from my bank. It said, do you really want a pair of high heels? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes. It's Saturday tomorrow. I need these delivered. Amazon Prime, please. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no. Um, yeah, I got a text saying, uh, we've noticed that you've tried to buy, tried to spend X amount um, on. on this website. Um, how, how many... How long was the subscription for and what, 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 what do you get to see? <laughs> uh, and they were like, do, can you just confirm that it is, in fact, you? Because we've stopped, we've stopped the transaction because we're not sure that it's you. Uh, I went, yeah, no, it was me. I Sent definitely want to see that. I went, yeah, no, that was <laughs> Back it in. <laughs> How yeah. many tokens did you buy? Alexa's been Alexa's been giving you uh, Kleenex uh, <laughs> suggestions for the last. 
<laughs> so I sent them a text and I said, yeah, no, that was definitely me. And then they sent this text going, oh, sorry, try again. There you go. And then I was really impressed. And you was away. But that was all because of the data that they had going, this is not the usual thing that you'd buy. We thought you was into. <laughs> <laughs> but so, you know, that's where date is a good thing. Right? Yeah. That's why date is a good thing. But anyway, so if you use, if you're living modern life, you're leaving a data footprint. And mm. now there's a way of finding out what Facebook knows about you. Yeah. Plus, I think people are aware, obviously, Facebook advertising is an incredible platform because it's so powerful because of the data. Like, yeah. That's what makes it so useful. But... We found this little fancy. What's it called? It's called Data Selfie. Dot something. If you go to dataselfie.it mm. or dot it, mm. data selfie it. Yeah. Data selfie dot it. Um, then it's this Chrome extension, right? Which basically it, you have it in the background, and it then tracks your. Use. It tracks for you yeah. your Facebook users. So it's collecting the information that Facebook could quite easily be tracking, right? And then it uses that data that you have actively collected to make, it up, to um, make a report, yeah. basically. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, sure. So it, it tracks like what you like. It tracks what, what you look at, at, how long you look at it where for, where you click out to, where you click, uh, what you type into Facebook and things friends like that. Friends whose posts you like, friends yeah. whose pages you're on. All that much, sort of stuff. Wayne. Well, Sorry. <laughs> I think carry on. I actually missed that. I'm going to actually have to listen back to this episode now just for that moment. Um, <laughs> thanks. Um, yeah, so it tracks all of that stuff, right? And you think, okay, yeah, no, that's obvious. Like, of course, Facebook's tracking that stuff, right? And then it creates this little report for you. I say little report. It's a pretty in-depth you report. You scroll down a little bit further on the report. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. You're getting ahead of yourself. You're getting ahead of yourself. So you look at the top and it's like top friends top pages and these top friends are not necessarily the ones that you've uh this could be just like that person that you really don't like but you can't help but look at their stuff we've all got one of those right gem <laughs> that's part of the fun of facebook isn't it? yeah when exactly got, right yeah. the arch nemesis i call them the eastenders because they're like the person who's got drama all the time <laughs> <laughs> have you got an eastender <laughs> then <laughs> <laughs> that's good i like that yeah, yeah 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 so you know you it could be your eastender it could be you know your, your ex that you're not over yet it could be you know it could be your legitimate best friend mm. right so there's top friends top pages and this is not necessarily based on the pages that you necessarily actively engage in but you know there's ones where loads of friends like I don't think I'm actually like Lad Bible on Facebook, but my God, I see all of Lad Bible's posts because mm-hmm. everybody shares them or likes them or whatever. So it could be that. So, you know, again, the usual stuff. You're like, okay, this makes sense. But then Ooh. you scroll a little bit further down, as Jem said, and then it's like gives you a personality analysis mm. based on like whether or not you're liberal, conservative, Open-minded. Open-minded, closed-minded, spontaneous. All this sort of stuff. It gives you a personality breakdown. The hey. Mm. Like, that is scary. But you've got to think, people are spending so long on Facebook, and obviously, that just alone knowing what you're kind of into, who you like, mm. what you like, it's got so much data. I'm reading a... Um, 
a book that I literally cannot pronounce the title, but it was based on... Um, Great job. Huh? <laughs> Great job, Jim. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, I, can't, I remember the title, but I just can't say it. It's like Cataclysm, but with a D. <laughs> Dataclysm. It might be that. Although, of course, if it's an American book, it would be Dataclysm. It's, yeah, it's, I think that's the actual title for it. And it's all about like this... Um, it was a dating website, and the guy was basically saying he used to mine the data for how to market, and he would say like literally how much you could find out of just these small profiles. But imagine Facebook is your life, like that's all the pictures, mm. your friends, that's where you've been, who you surround yourself, what you eat, what when you log on, when you're awake, when you're asleep, who you fancy, who you're looking at, like it's everything, yeah. and it has all of that data. Well, so yeah, this much. this data selfie thing, I kind of want to see if I can flick through just a little bit of the screenshots here. Um, it's was saying things like likely to um, do certain things, conservative or traditional, like organised but, but, or hardworking. Yeah, but even like your um, your views on like um, religion, your views on stuff. Yeah, political orientation, shopping preferences. Here we are. Um, likely to prefer comfort when buying clothes. Likely to have not likely to have a gym membership. <laughs> Yeah. Mental. Likely to be concerned about the environment, not likely to eat out frequently, uh, not likely to be influenced by social media when making product purchases. It's crazy. But likely to be influenced by family when making product purchases. Psychological gender. Male. <laughs> I Life satisfaction. <laughs> Was that... Where's that? Oh, my God. How intelligent it thinks you are, whether you're a leader or not, or more of a follower. Likelihood of certain religious, this poor person's 3% Mormon. (laughs) (laughs) No offence to any Mormons out there. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But like... That's creepy, isn't it? It's really creepy. Yeah. um, So search search into Google for for data selfie, because I'm I'm actually going to have to give this a go. Just because out of pure fascination... Like, yeah. I love me a good personality. Why do you need a BuzzFeed personality test uh-huh. when you can just sit on Facebook and have Facebook tell you? Do you know, you're probably going to like forget that you've got your run in and like two months later, he's going to have some serious data on you. And then I'll have an identity crisis because I'll be like, damn it. I'm f- oh, yeah, you'll be like, my psychology is woman and, uh, <laughs> and I'm a Mormon. <laughs> yeah. yeah but <sighs> turns out I do need those heels after all yeah exactly <laughs> but, that's um, scary though yeah but then going on going on from that we also saw the um, other article which yes. basically is a sort of uh, extension of what what that app is already doing yeah and basically um, but this is like taking the data and doing what I think is a positive thing provided action is taken hmm and um, what that act- appropriate action is, I don't know. But um, so basically, using all of this data, uh, Facebook's artificial intelligence is able to now spot suicidal users. Mm-hmm. Which goes back to something we uh, mentioned on the episode uh, quite a few, while back, yeah. probably about a month or two ago now, about the young girl that committed suicide on Facebook Live, right? Yeah. Um, and I can imagine this, I mean, this is like three months later, so maybe someone was really affected by that Facebook and said, you know what, can I, we know we've got the data, can we put something together? That's Yeah, maybe. Yeah, in fact, yeah, he announced last month 
marks the first use of AI technology to review messages on the network since founder Mark Zuckerberg announced last month that he also hoped to use algorithms to identify posts by terrorists, among other concerning content. So I think there's been a lot of pressure on Facebook, actually, recently, in the last couple of years, to really kind of... You've got to have some social responsibility yeah. to... Yeah. If you're going to let people use a platform, that much is such a exactly. big part of Exactly, and life. if you're going to mine the data to the extent that Facebook, Facebook can mm-hmm. um, and does then it's like, well, look, if you're going to use it for all of this money-making, profiteering, capitalist shit, can you at least do something good with it mm-hmm. as well? Then we might, you know, <laughs> be a little bit happier about it. Um, so it's interesting, but it's also interesting because, you know, um, uh, we've mentioned about the fact that there was an algorithm by a pharmaceutical company. This comes has come up a few times because this fascinated me. So I mention it all the time now. This pharmaceutical company that had the ability to predict pregnancy in Facebook users mm-hmm. because of the data that it collected, and was so and so was sending pregnancy test advertisements to women who it predicted to be pregnant, and actually had that to, wasn't on Facebook. Was it not on Facebook? That was in a supermarket. Supermarket. Sorry, what? So supermarkets could predict when somebody was having a pregnancy based on their eating habits. It was a supermarket. Yeah, it was a supermarket. It wasn't an online. But so imagine if a supermarket could do it based on your purchasing decisions, then a um, that means that a computer and something like Facebook like definitely so, is going even deeper than that because it was a supermarket. That's blown my mind even more because mm-hmm. that's very limited and because data. Because it was a supermarket. Because I remember the dad got sent a leaflet in the post for like baby stuff from the supermarket, and it was like, "Why are you sending this to my daughter?" And they're like, well, we kind of think she's pregnant. And he found out before from the company, the supermarket, that his daughter was pregnant. I mean, that's not the way to find out, is it yeah. really? Messed up. But yeah, so that data is all there. And like, even on there, you can see on the article saying like, it's picking up on phrases. Like if your friends are asking you, oh, are you okay? Oh, I've been a bit worried about you. Or I haven't heard about you in a while. Mm-hmm. And I think about some of the texts I've sent some of my friends, like those texts like, oh, I haven't heard from you in a while. Yeah. And that could instantly, and I know some of my friends have been through a lot of shit and they probably are in a place where they probably need this support that they're kind of doing. So it's good that the data can be used for social good and it does look like it does point them in the right directions. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Facebook, I mean, Facebook has had a history of being voted one of the most hated companies in the world for a long time. It's had a lot of that history. Well, if you're the biggest company in the world, you're going to get a lot of hate. Yeah, right. Of course. Um... But I think part of it is because of people's hyper-awareness with Facebook about the data collection, and yet not the same hyper-awareness about Google. But there we go. My opinions are my own. Mm. Um, (laughs) um, And I think now Facebook are really starting to become incredibly socially aware. Mm -hmm. Um, Have you heard about this thing now with Facebook helping with breakups? So, in fact, let let me bring this up. Actually... Our good friend Marcus Bronzy. I haven't checked out the website, but I've heard about it. If you type in facebook.com forward slash take a break. This is hard to do around a microphone. Take a break. Is it going to? There we go. Something's happening. So uh, we want you to feel comfortable with your relationships on Facebook. As a way to support you, we've created these options so that you can change how often you see someone on Facebook Limit what you share with that person or edit mm. past posts with them. So basically, this is a tool that they created because they realized that 
their we're Facebook not, algorithms. Yeah, we're not helping you break up. <laughs> it's making it very hard because yeah, presumably yeah. whoever you were, particularly when these days, like most of most of flirting on Facebook is tagging your significant other in a meme. Yeah, um, yeah. Facebook's algorithm is going to go, hmm, you guys get on really well. Or we'll show you more of their stuff. Three months ago, you were together on holiday. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So their algorithm automatically goes, well, you guys like it. Keep, keep. And so it makes it very difficult. And I think they've realized the psychological harm that can create create so they've come up with this little system whereby you can literally go in and manually tweak let me see if i can let's see what i can do here uh gem i can see, see less, less of you of oh, i can limit a, what i can make right you see less of me uh which you know that's pretty <laughs> I mean, clever certain things can't be unseen gem but <laughs> <laughs> and yeah and then i can edit who uh who can see past posts between us as well uh-huh so that's you know, there's a, a lot. step forward. It's a step forward, and I think I think Facebook are really becoming really clued up on this. But that's why I think I think there's a they obviously using this psychology to get people uh, on the platform and staying on the platform. But then at the same time, there's a ethical responsibility mm-hmm. because it does have it does play such a big part in our lives, and we know that what we're taking in is actually changing our personalities, and therefore. I mean, I, I totally believe that with the if, with Facebook, I think you can change a whole generation's thoughts and patterns and mm. ways of thinking. Yeah, I and think I do so. think we've already spoke about it, the dangers of not being aware of what that what what kind of impact these can be having on you. I think it's the whole thing with Donald Trump and how it was so successful mm. was based on the on, propaganda that was being shared through it through social media. Exactly. So yeah, yeah, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, we won't go into that. Um, but yeah, it's a step in the right direction. Yeah. It's nice to see that these companies are saying, okay, we are having an impact and mm-hmm. actually we want it to be a positive impact. And I think Facebook is a young company and I think they know they they want to look and protect their users yeah. because and if you get too many stories about young girls committing suicide live on Facebook, it. soon enough people say, all right, let's get off this platform. Yeah. So Yeah, absolutely. It's their so, responsibility really. Yeah, I agree. And it's good. It's good that they're going in that way. In that way. So um, moral of the story really is... Uh, don't buy smart TVs. <laughs> well, we actually had like a t-shirt idea, weren't we? I had a t-shirt idea that I put onto our Trello board and it was like, every click is data. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, and it's that idea that you got to remember did ever, every... Did we ever get that t-shirt designed? We didn't. That might been be one worth for, getting uh... designed, actually. Keep yeah. your eyes out for that. Yeah, so um, it is that idea that obviously every action you're doing, especially on your technology, and I guess nowadays in society, what's been seen on cameras, your movements, your tracking, your Oyster card, your bank card, like Wayne said... All of that is data, mm. but it's how how you kind of allow your data to be used responsibly because yeah. you can restrict yeah. how much you're giving away. And I think one of the most important things, I think right now, if you are conscious of this sort of stuff, as I say, good luck living a modern life without having your data collected. Mm-hmm. But certainly bring into the equation of when you're deciding what services and what brands to use... Like, look into how they're using your data, because I think mm. that could really, you know, you're not going to know everything, but mm. it could certainly help to know what their sort of privacy policy is yeah. and how your data is being utilized. And that's up to the companies as well to be more clear on that yeah, as well. I think so. I agree. So that's a, that's a message to you, big corporations. Big brother. Or your big eye. Big, big brother. Staring at us. Yeah. Tracking us. Yeah. Listening to Wayne on a Samsung TV. <laughs> That's made me quite anxious. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be you're gonna be looking at your Samsung TV tonight like a little bit suspiciously. <laughs> you're like, do you hear me? <laughs> can, 
knock twice if you can hear me. <laughs> it just blinks. <laughs> oh, no, don't. That's like something out the ring. Mm. Anyway. Anyway, that's enough of us. <laughs> that I need is. to go home. <laughs> it's been a long day for yeah, both of been. us. Um, so, yeah, so, um, yeah. Just be aware of how your day is being used, basically. And look into this stuff. We'll put all the links up. They are really fascinating. Like yeah. these are actually like really interesting. Particularly routes. that Chrome extension. I really want. I'm really intrigued by that. I'm going to have to have a play on that. I don't think I'll publish the results, but <laughs> I might like secretly load it onto my uh, girlfriend's computer and then. That's Could you imagine? No, no, Gem. That, is, that goes against everything we've just been saying about. Like that's why you spend so much in Topshop. <laughs> Be like, you use whose bank card? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um. So yeah. So thanks very much uh, for tuning in. Well, we know that a lot of you are listening to the show because we're tracking the data too. We know you, but we also know because the data shows that not many of you are leaving reviews. <laughs> So I implore you to please... Our listen to review ratio is pretty yeah. minimal. Yeah, it's pretty mi- minimal. Miserable. Yeah, and miserable too. Um, so please leave us a review on iTunes. We'd love that. Um, powerfulnonsense.com forward slash review gives you all of the information you'll need on how to do that. Um, and you know what? I'm going to post something different. Um, <laughs> maybe slightly against given everything that we've just talked about. But... Um, Give us your opinions on stuff. Comment on the episode on Facebook. Just leave some comments on Facebook on the episode underneath the episode post. Just let us know what you think. Cool. That's my call to action for you this week. Um, so thanks very much for tuning in, and uh, we will catch you catch you next time. Let's see you later.